Good morning. It's Jackie Lee from itsawamlife.com, and we are doing another interview with the Time to Shine Challenge. And today we've got Michelle Stern from whatscookingwithkids.com, and I am excited to talk to her today. Um, first of all, I mean, this topic is so near and dear to my heart, so that's always a fun thing. But she also runs a blog and does things a little differently than other people I've talked to so far, so this is going to be a treat. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Hello. Hello, I'm fine. Thanks for inviting me. Sure, I'm really glad you decided to come and chit-chat for a little while because I think this is going to be a lot of fun. I was on your website last night and I watched the video, I think it was on the Whole Family Cookbook page, and I just, gosh, I felt like I knew you in person after I watched that video. It's pretty amazing, (laughs) like, what three minutes can do. I, you know, I was so lucky to get a sponsor, um, Village Harvest Rice sponsored that video so that I could do it, and it's incredible. I feel like I, I invite people into my house for that and get to know me a little bit and see my kids and my pets and my chickens and all of that. And Yeah, that's exactly um, how I felt. <laughs> it's Well, it's nice because really I think the video and my book really capture who I am for real. And mm-hmm. um, every time I see it or talk to people who have seen it, uh, they get the feeling that it is me for real. And that makes me happy because that's what I, I want to be. I want to be the real deal, so... Awesome. Okay, way I jumped way ahead of schedule. Let's start from the beginning. Now, when when, uh, I go to your website, it seems like interesting and a little different. It's great content, which, you know, of course, but a lot of people use like affiliate marketing and advertising and things like that to to monetize, whereas you, I see, are doing classes and parties and education and consulting in your community. And I'm wondering what came first. Was this a business like that you did in the world and then you started your blog to help that, or was it the other way around? How did that work? That's a great question. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go backwards even one step further just awesome. to give myself a teeny bit of credibility um, because I always feel like I have to justify myself. This is a little personal problem I have. But anyway, um, so I started off as a high school teacher. So, um, you know, I'm a trained educator, and I taught high school biology and environmental science. So I kind of have a history of wanting to teach and wanting to educate and inspire people. And I've also been interested in sort of going green and being earth-friendly all along. So um, then I took a break and I had my kids, and then I tried to figure out what else I could do. And I know that a lot of parents get that sort of stir-crazy feeling where um, we love our kids and we're passionate about raising our kids, but sometimes we just need something else um, or money, obviously. And um, so I, I... started talking to parents and they all said to me gosh you're a teacher we're sick of birthday parties that we've been going to the same place forever for every kid's birthday party and why don't you do something with your teaching do something fun and how about cooking because you like that and so I did some research and sort of figured out that back at the time when I started this business what's cooking um there was a void in cooking classes for children. And so I threw together this ridiculously horrible website with some sort of free template and just sort of said I was doing cooking birthday parties for kids. And people started calling. It was the craziest thing. I was very surprised. I kind of wanted to just see what would happen, and it took off. And, I mean, I say it took off. I'm not saying it was like some instant success, but people (laughs) did start calling. I don't want to mislead anybody. Um, but people did call, and, and I was able to go and do these parties and cook with kids, and it was so much fun, and it was incredibly inspiring to see kids be excited about food instead of t- 
tolerating food or instead mm-hmm. of arguing with people about what they were supposed to eat or what they weren't <laughs> supposed to eat. And this was just fun. This was me celebrating food and not really um, setting anybody up for power struggles. It was like, you know, you're making this delicious food, and, and I bet you're going to love it. And then they did, and that was it because I wasn't their parent, so it worked out. <laughs> and so um, – it grew from there. Um, people started asking for classes after school in in different community programs, and so we started. I started to do that, and eventually, um, it started to get to the point where it was too challenging for me to juggle teaching after school when I had my own kids to deal with after school, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't really feel like I was meeting their their needs. And so, I did bring on a couple of independent contractors to teach after school classes for me. Um, and that's honestly, it's been a mixed blessing. Um, sometimes it has not gone as well as I had hoped, and I do worry a bit about my brand and are people going to represent me well. So that's been a bit Oh, you mean now. with your independent contractors? Yeah, yeah. You know, so not everybody not everybody has good classroom management skills, and mm. when you're combining teaching with cooking, it's especially challenging because kids get really excited. But yeah. you don't want kids waving cooking tools around because Absolutely. they're hyper or silly or goofy or tired or whatever they do. And so you just you have to make sure. So what I finally realized is that I really needed to focus on people who um, who had teaching skills and then mm. cooking skills second, which seems a little bit backwards when you think about cooking classes. But really – you can't have an effective class unless you are a good teacher, you know. And so right. I think I figured that out, and that smoothed things over just a little bit, which made me feel a little more confident about things. But the website sprang really from the work that I was doing because I realized that a lot of people probably wanted support around feeding their families and working with kids in the kitchen. So the website um, came after the business. Great. Pretty much. So do you find, so when you put this website together, did you hope that it would not only educate and, and help people, but also bring more business to your business? Yep, exactly. So I I felt that um, it would be, originally actually I had two separate websites. Originally I had a website for my business, and then I had a separate blog, and they mm-hmm. weren't really connected and as I started to learn a little bit more about Internet marketing and content marketing and social media, I realized that they really, especially with the work that I do, they're, they're really quite integrated. And mm-hmm. I needed to have everything that I offered everybody all in one convenient bundle because if you wanted to maybe book me for a birthday party or have me come speak to your parenting group, you probably wanted to see – what I had to say first to make sure that I would be a good fit or to make sure that I maybe talked about things you actually cared about or believed in. And so when I was getting ready to release my new book, which just came out in April, um, I had been working with my website designer for a couple of months so that when the book came out, my new website would exist and be strong and, and all the kinks would be worked out. And so you know, we've I've been working with her for a long time, and we sort of came up with this new um, edition of my of my website where I got rid of the blog, the separate blog. I picked a whole new URL, which made more sense, and put everything all together in one little house. You only did that this past April. 
Well, the website, we actually, we were able to get the website up and running um, oh. several months before that. Okay. So, but, but really, we were able to take the blog content and integrate it into the website. So mm -hmm. you can actually find all of my several years prior of blog posts. They're just right. not as pretty um, as the newer <laughs> ones. <laughs> They're not because the new ones have these cute little thumbnail pictures so that mm -hmm. you can just glance at it and see if it's something you want to read about. Yeah. So, but it is, it's really nice. I, I really love looking at the site because I, I just feel very proud that we're able to put together all of the important things um, in, one, in one handy spot. Absolutely, it's a gorgeous website, and your content's fabulous. So it's it's always fun for me to stop by. Um, Thank you. I'm wondering when you started to build your website and do more content marketing, what did you do to to drive traffic and to get you know the community that you have now? Well, I've been working on social media for a really long time. You know what? I just have to pause for one second here because. Somebody's at the door. I'm really sorry. <laughs> hold on one second. Okay, hold on. Okay, sorry. Yes, no we're, problem. I'm letting them in. Amelia will be here any second. Okay, <laughs> sorry about that. It's one of these crazy. You know, this is. You know what? You just got a glimpse. It's of real reality, life. Right? As working oh. a mom, I understand. Yes, I know. <laughs> one child expected to be home any moment. The play date shows up without the child. Actually, it's very exciting. Um, anyway, can you ask me that question one more yeah, time? Yeah, I, I, I was just so asking about how you uh, got traffic in the beginning, and you were saying that oh. you've been working on social media for a while. Yeah, you know, I still honestly sort of I feel like I struggle with that. I. Um, I've been on Facebook for a long time, and I joined Twitter a couple of years ago. I remember when I, I remember the day when I first joined Twitter, and I had absolutely no idea what it was and what it was for. I just felt like I was supposed to be there for some reason. Mm -hmm. And so I remember emailing my friends, asking them for help, and how does this work? And they said, don't worry, it'll fall into place, and it actually did. Um, social media actually has been instrumental, I think, in the growth of my business. I... Um, I have a really amazing Facebook community. and I see that. Um, it's a really large one. How did you make that happen? Tell me more. You know, I, I something just, I'm struggling I with myself, so. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. I actually feel more successful almost on Facebook than I do in terms of engaging traffic on my website. Um, Facebook, I, I engage with people, and I have conversations with people, and I think that's why people come there is I'll ask questions. We have a new um, – family food challenge um, in our Facebook community where I um, am giving families an assignment every week where they can um, try to do just a teeny bit better feeding their families. And, um, you know, it's little things like um, the, the challenge this week was to go through your cabinets and see if you could find one item that you could replace that had high fructose corn syrup in it and for a bonus to take a picture of what you replaced it with. And, and then I showed what I did. I showed that, you know, we dumped some candy that my in-laws had got the kids for Easter, and I showed a picture of the stuff that I got that sort of the new and improved version. Mm -hmm. um, I think that parents, I come from the feeling that parents are doing the best that they know how to do, and but that we can all do a little bit better, and that um, we should probably work together, families especially, moms especially, because moms are really hard on themselves, frankly, and a lot of us strive for being perfect when really we should try to just 
make progress instead of be perfect. Mm. And so sort of my Facebook community is let's talk about this stuff. Let's talk about what are, what are our challenges with feeding our families, you know, and, and how can we do just a teeny bit better? Because we're affecting the planet every time we shop and we're affecting our bodies every time we shop. And, and we spend a lot of money on food. I mean, three times a day we're eating and mm-hmm. we can influence, I think, what food manufacturers are doing. Um, and so I try to sort of rally this teamwork feeling of let's talk about this, let's support each other. Parenting is really hard. So I don't think I want to do it alone, and I, I think a lot of other people feel the same way. Absolutely. So how did you get people to your Facebook page? Did they come from your blog, or did where did they come from? I think I started cross-promoting things um, mm-hmm. from all around. I think one of the most important pieces of the puzzle is to engage with other people who are already there, um, because then if you engage with them, then they engage back. And then through Facebook, the nice thing about it is you can see who other people are talking to. Same thing mm-hmm. with Twitter. Um, and that way, you know, if I look at your site and you're having a conversation with somebody that looks interesting to me, then I can go check them out and feel if it's the right fit for me also. And then you can build relationships that way. Um, that's what I love about this whole concept of social networking is that we're no longer isolated. It's really easy to sit and write for your own blog, but then wonder if anyone's even looking at it. And right. That's what I love about comments, and I don't really get that many comments compared to some of my other blogging friends who, you know, can write a post and within a few hours there's like 40 comments, and I just don't get that kind of traffic, but I think I'm sort of a niche field also, so I'm not only recipes, I'm kind of issues and recipes. I don't know. Um, Yeah, I bet you do get conversation and input on your Facebook page, though. I do, I do. And, I, you know, I think I started promoting the Facebook page through the blog and through Twitter, and now all of those things feel intermeshed. And mm-hmm. also with the new website design, um, I have the social media icons on the website. Oh, they are website, so adorable, so too. Really, it's all kind of integrative. And also, I think the book brought me more visibility, too. Um, oh, one thing I was going to tell you about Facebook that I was so excited about and and we were talking about engagement before, is that mm-hmm. I um, I had my Facebook community test all of the recipes for my new book. Um, and so I, I would test something and I would try it and then I would make a comment on Facebook like, hey, who wants to try a chicken pot pie recipe? And people would respond and then I would send it to them privately and have a little conversation with them. And then they would give me feedback. And it was so incredible because I felt like I got to know all these different people who oh, were wow. excited for what I was doing and who were interested in trying new recipes at the same time. So mm-hmm. they kind of got in at the ground level. But then the beauty of it is that I think we all feel like it was our book, not just my book, because their feedback was invaluable. I couldn't mm-hmm. have done it without them. I have, I've never written a book before. I had no idea what I was doing. So these were all these amazing people who took the time to share my food with their families and then tell me what they thought. And um, it was incredible. So I think that really helped, too, is giving people a reason to be engaged. Absolutely. That's great stuff. Wow. I think. You know, it, it was interesting. You know, a lot of stuff I just sort of figure, well, that sounds interesting. Maybe I'll try it and see. And people did like that. I've tried other things and nobody responded. So then I just kind of pretend those didn't happen. 
<laughs> but that's such a key thing, though. There's going to be things that are flops and that don't work. But the key is to continue trying new things. That's true. I mean, true. it's so easy to get frustrated and discouraged and just give up. And there's also, you know, another thing about Facebook and Twitter that I forget about is the fact that um, you can have a really great idea and um, but it's like in the middle of the night right before you're going to go to sleep or something and you put it on Facebook or Twitter and no one responds to it partly because they're sleeping or something but it doesn't mean that it was a bad idea it just means that nobody happened to be looking at their computer screen at that time right so I think also um, there's something to be said for persistence and if you really believe in an idea to try it more than once at different times of the day so that you kind of cover your bases. Excellent, excellent point. I like that one. So let's talk about your your cookbook here. How did the cookbook fit into your your business plan and the blog and how things are going? Good question. So the whole family cookbook um, was not actually my original idea. I it didn't surprisingly it didn't actually occur to me to to write that book because it think it seemed too obvious because that cookbook really is me it's it's what I do it's the classes I teach it's seasonal food it's simple food with real ingredients and it's um, you know seasonal recipes and a big focus on considering the planet as you as you do all that right and that's what I do all the time so it didn't even occur to me that that's what the book should be so instead <laughs> I was promoting a different idea and I did a whole book proposal that publishers kindly rejected they were polite about it they said oh that's very interesting I wasn't famous enough to have that idea or um, it hadn't been done before and so it was too risky so um, but then the publisher that I ended up working with they're called Adams Media they they said you know we really like your work and that's what we want the book to be about would you consider straying from your book proposal and doing this instead and it felt like such a relief, to be honest, because it really made me go back and really think about what I love about the work that I do. And so I'm actually, I think it was a great blessing. Um, it was not really part of my plan, although I always kind of felt like I had a book in me somewhere. I just wasn't really sure what it was. Um, but it's been interesting. I think the book, when all is said and done, is going to kind of be a glorified business card for me because I can't teach people all over the country when I live out here on the West Coast. Mm -hmm. There's plenty of people all over the world who have the same questions, and I can't be there. So I think the book is a great tool so that I can sort of be on their counter since I can't actually be in their kitchen for real. Right. Oh, what a great way to look at it. So it's really interesting to me how you've taken all the things that you really love and you've just gone out into the world and done them <laughs> but it seems like you're so online but you're really so in the world too and it's well just pretty you know, amazing to me it's interesting I I do feel like I spend a lot of time behind my computer screen though and I think the reason that I'm there a lot is because right now the economy is kind of in the toilet and mm -hmm. less people are able to pay me to do what I want to do and it's very frustrating. I know I can teach from the computer screen, and so I feel like I've been trying really hard to put out great content because I can and because I have the time because I'm not actually teaching, mm -hmm. <laughs> which is good and bad. I mean, it's great because 
you know, I can engage with people and work on building community, but it's bad because I really need to make some more income. And, I mean, I'm just being so honest with you because I think it's really easy to see somebody and see a beautiful website or see a book and just assume that they've made it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I think I think I have all all of my ducks in a row to make it. I just think, I don't know, the stars aren't quite aligned yet. I think the book is going to help. The book gives me a little bit more credibility and opens more doors then I might have without that. Um, I did get to go to the White House last year uh, for Michelle Obama's (laughs) chef. I know, that was wild. So Michelle Obama, obviously um, people know about her her Let's Move initiative where she's trying to fight childhood obesity in a variety of ways. And, And one pillar of that is called Chef's Move to Schools, where she's encouraging people to cook with kids in the classroom and work on improving school lunches and things. And so I was invited to the White House for the launch of that initiative, which I attended, and it was inspiring and really exciting. But it was also frustrating because she was mostly talking to people who are chefs who have paying jobs who could maybe take some time out and volunteer occasionally with the kids. But Mm -hmm. my entire focus is cooking with kids, and so I I can't do all of that as a volunteer because I have bills to pay. So. I've been really trying to juggle my priorities and juggle, you know, my constant whirling brain, which is trying to come up with ways to be paid to do the work that I really want to do. And I really want to be in the classroom, working with teachers, working with families, getting more nutrition education into the kids because they need it and our country needs them to have it because we've been paying way too much in healthcare costs. And if we change our food system, then I think people will be a lot healthier. Um, but, you know, I, I haven't quite figured out how to get paid to reach that kind of audience that right. I need to do. And, Have you know, you I would can... love to partner with really great companies who are doing it right, um, but a lot of them just don't have the budget for something like that uh, right now. I see. Have you considered doing – some kind of digital product to help get the word out and something that you could sell maybe at a lower price or that doesn't involve travel or, you know, whatnot? It's a great idea. You know, I've been thinking about maybe some webinars, mm-hmm. um, but I'm not sure. I don't know. I think a lot of people are so used to getting things online for free that I'm not sure if people would pay to participate in a class. Um, but I, I should probably do some polling and asking around to see, you know, even if it's super affordable for each person to attend, if we could come up with some content that everyone would find really valuable. It would be great. I mean, I love interacting with people and feeling like maybe I made somebody's life a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. So I would love to see that happen. That's a great suggestion. Yeah, I think a webinar or even like a a video class, a video course or something would would work really good in the interim to, you know. That's a great idea. I need to to wrap my head around um, how to do that. (laughs) Well, we should talk when we get off the phone. (laughs) Okay, that would be fun. Thank you. All right. So I don't know. Gosh, this is just so interesting. It's so divergent from what I do, but the topic is so right where I'm at. So it's really interesting to me to see how you've put all of this together. 
Oh, thank you. Well, I, you know, we're all, I mean, anybody who's a parent has to deal with the food issue at some point or at some level, you know, whether it's because. But so many people don't, though. Yeah, well, you're right. You're right. I think. <laughs> I mean, so many do people don't use. consider it an issue at all. So yeah. I think, I mean, I wonder, you know, even with Jamie Oliver and what he's going through this season on the food revolution, mm-hmm. I, I wonder mm-hmm. how, you know, difficult it must be sometimes with this niche. And I wonder if you, you get frustrated and yes. feel like you're not making progress. Yes. You know, sometimes I do. I, um, I wrote a blog post last night. It's going to go out next week. I, I got invited to a lunch um, that was sponsored by Stonyfield Farm yesterday and um, they invited Robin O'Brien to come and speak and she wrote a, an amazing book called The Unhealthy Truth about the food system and she's amazing and so kind and genuine and we were talking about frustration because some people just don't want to change and some people don't think that what they're doing might not be the best choice um, and some people kind of bury their head in the sand because if they don't know then they don't have to feel guilty about it. You know, mm-hmm. does that make sense? Like, yeah, I think sometimes if somebody's telling you, oh, you should, you know, buy everything organic, right? And you kind of cover your ears and go, la, 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 I'm not listening. I don't want to hear what you're saying. You know, maybe because it's too expensive or maybe because if, if you even entertain the possibility that you should be doing something different, then, I mean, <laughs> we, have, we put a lot of guilt on ourselves, I think, mm-hmm. as parents. So if you pretend something's not happening, then you have one less thing to feel guilty over not doing, you know. Right. But it is interesting. I think some people just sort of say, well, I ate that growing up, and I'm fine, so it's fine for my kids, you know. And that's just how it is. It, they buy what's available. They don't really think about it. Um, packaging speaks really loudly, and mm-hmm. it's very frustrating because yeah. – um, it's not what the package says or is or looks like. It's what's inside that matters. And people don't always think that far. Yeah. I have one last question. You mentioned that uh, you had, uh, Village Harvest had sponsored you to do that video. I'm wondering how you connected with sponsors and how you do that and find people that are a good match for your brand and your website and your business, and then how you go about talking to them to get that sponsorship. That's a really good question. Um, I, you know, that was honestly my only super successful experience doing that. Um, I have sort of big visions, like I said, about helping me do classes in the schools with the children eventually of getting more sponsorship for that. But really what I would say is it comes down to building relationships with people. So you really have to get out there and get out into the world. I met Joe, who um, he runs a big portion of the account that I work with at Village Harvest Rice. And Joe is, he's amazing. And we met first at, I think, at the Fancy Food Show in San Francisco. Um, And then we kept crossing paths after that. And um, we connected on a really interesting topic. He their company does a lot of service work. So not only do they care about making good organic products, but they actually care about the employees that grow their products. And so we connected because I was really interested in community service. And they talked to me and showed me pictures of a trip they took to India where they help fund an orphanage in the community where they grow some of their rice. And so 
we just became instant friends after that. And they invited me to their office in San Francisco, and I met with the owners of the company. And we just talked about shared missions and how we could get the word out about their good products. And we ultimately felt like it was a good fit. You know, they're making an incredible food product that saves parents time, and I'm working with parents trying to get them to eat better. So it was sort of a match made in heaven, really. Yeah. And we've just been friends ever since and connected a lot. And we both felt like their participation in a video about my book, which really meets their mission as well, would be a good fit for both of us. So I hope it's been worth it to them. You know, it's hard to document, you know, mm-hmm. um, but I, I talk about them whenever I can because I love their food and I love their sort of social justice aspect of how they how they do what they do. It just, they're really good people. So, oh, um Really, though, I would say it's really about building relationships. And so going to networking events, conferences, finding other like-minded people, maybe it's going to a tweet-up or you know, a mom's group. I mean, you never know who you're going to meet anywhere you go. And mm-hmm. that's partly why I do the blog is because I never know who's going to read um, what I write and maybe have some influence in the future. So I just kind of keep putting myself out there and hope for the best, I think. I think that's great advice. Absolutely. Absolutely great advice. And I tell you, it's one of the things I struggle with because, you know, it's, you sit behind the screen all day and you just write, 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 write. And in the beginning and, and for a long time, I didn't realize just how important that connection and the new friends and, and creating connections, how important that was. So I think that's a great, great point. And if I could do it all over again, I where I would change from the beginning and start doing things differently than I did with my stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's hard. It's it's really lonely sitting behind your screen all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you forget that there's a whole world out there and there's also, I mean, not to be discouraging to anybody, but there's a whole bunch of people out there that don't go online, that don't participate in social media or read blogs. And so for those of us trying to work on a certain mission, if we don't get out there in the real world also, then we're losing a big portion of the audience that we might otherwise have. Oh, you, know, you need a great to have a, fa- a real face along with your virtual face. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> you, know? Exactly. you know, there's a lot of people who just, maybe there, there are people who read magazines, and there are people who read newspapers, and people who only connect on a personal level to people, and they don't go online, you know? It's right. too distant for them. So I think you have to do a little bit of everything. Yeah, um, depending on your depending on your goal, of course. Right. Who you're trying to reach, but excellent. That's been helpful, I think. All yeah. right. Well, I I declared Friday's fun day and no work days, but I had scheduled this before. <laughs> Yay! Before I decided. Oh, fun so. talking to you. Does that count? <laughs> so I am going to wrap it up, and then we're going to go and do some fun things this afternoon. I am so happy that I had a chance to talk to you. And again, this is Michelle Stern from What's Cooking with Kids dot com. And this has been Jackie Lee from itswamlife.com. Have a great day, and I'll talk to you soon, okay, Michelle? Thank you so much. All right, bye-bye.